0: Harry White joins us uh, to go through the Bendigo card, and uh, you'll be bored. I reckon you might have had a late night last night, or uh, you had good cause to celebrate. Um, Well done, Harry, with with Never Again and the team that have been involved there. You've uh, reignited this horse's career. It's pretty exciting, and and well done to you and the team.
1: Yeah, thanks, Dan. Good morning. Yeah, very, very exciting Uh, with Never Again. um, Was a seven furlong specialist up to when we bought him as an eight-year-old, and now he's winning a 78 over 2,400 metres. Absolutely thrilled for Reese to get his first Metropolitan winner. It's my first Metropolitan winner as an owner. Um, it's very exciting. I'm, I'm so keen to see the heights that he's going to hit in his career, and I'm going to be there all along the way. And i encourage anyone who wants to share in a horse to, uh, to jump on with Reese. But, yes, it was a late night, uh, but well worth <laughs> it. A little dusty today, though, but we'll find plenty of winners at Bendigo.
0: I'm sure you will. Just tell us about the story, how it unfolded. Never again was the horse that he'd been pretty much a dry tracker throughout most of his career. His sweet spot did seem to be at 1,400. He's an eight-year-old now. He went through that period of being out of form. How did you come to acquire him with the current group of owners?
1: Yeah, well, Reese and I are always uh, trawling through the online sales. Um, I have to give credit to him for never again, though. He was the one that Sort of put him on my radar, and I had the queries about his age and and what we could do with him, but he was out of it. So we picked him up for nineteen thousand. Um, I got a host of good owners involved, as did Reese. I've actually my got my mother involved. It's a first horse ownership, so she's wrapped, as you can imagine. And uh, now he's accrued one hundred and twenty thousand since we've had him, so five times the outlay. And um, very good find by Reese. And he was very patient with him because the first few runs we had with him, we were a little worried, but he put him over the jumps a few times, put him through the bullring to spark him up. Um, Damien Thornton rode a lot and stuck with him and got to know the horse. And here we are now, and very exciting. There's a 2,500-metre race at the Valley in a few weeks' time that uh, looks another suitable option for him. Now we know that he'll genuinely stay.
0: Well, he's by high chaparral. So uh, when you see a, ho- a horse uh, by a high chaparral, you would naturally expect that they're going to be wanting 2,000 metres and more. But that was the first time yesterday to ever been beyond 2,000. and. The way you got through the line, um, could be an Adelaide Cup horse, Harry.
1: Oh, well, we did a dream. I actually texted Reese after the race and said, you know, the bag at Handicap's on it, over 2,800 metres, maybe you could mm. stretch another 400 uh, metres to chase that prize money. But w- our whole plan was originally to maybe go to the mile, see if we could get him at 2,000, and then um, Reese rang me and said, we're going to back him up over 2,400 metres and Um, we had the option to go to Mooney Valley on Friday. We went to Sandown yesterday and it paid off and um, all honest to him for the work he's done with the horse.
0: Uh, Congratulations to the whole team, mate. It's very exciting going forward to have an eight-year-old and seem like they've got a new lease on life over longer trips and uh, it opens it up a lot. So I hope you can enjoy the ride for a farewell yet.
1: Yeah, I hope so too. Um, Yeah, after yesterday, obviously, he won a few starts back, but after yesterday, it just opens up a whole realm of options over, you know, those staying trips. So very exciting to see what he can do in the next few months.
0: It's always good talking with a winner, and particularly when you're doing your form, I always say that if you have a bad day tipping or bad day punting, never get stuck into the form straight away for tomorrow's meeting. You always wait with a clear head. Um, So conversely, when you're going well, you get stuck straight into the form. So I reckon your head would be full of confidence looking at today's uh, Bendigo meeting, Harry.
1: Yeah, it is Dan, but famous last words. But I do like the card um, standalone meeting, as you touched on. So um, we don't have a secondary meeting to work with, but I've, it's a really good card of racing and horses that I'm keen on. They're coming up at backable prices, so we only need to really nail one or two, and we'll come out in front.
0: Okay, well that sounds good to me. There's um, uh, the rails out nine. Well the rail was out nine meters last time, so the the rails true today. Makes uh, that makes a big difference. Is there anything to be wary about there? The track is uh, a good four, but there there are some showers that are forecast as well. Anything to be wary of?
1: Oh, look, Bendigo with the rail in the true. You've got the long straight four hundred and twenty meters. They generally get their chance. Sometimes it's advantageous to be in the first half of the field. But look, we'll play it by year, Races sort of one and two, and we'll get the gist. But you know, on paper, everything is seemingly going to be even and the
0: track looks in pristine condition all right well the first event on the card is an intriguing race because there's only the five runners now the scratchings are numbers two uh five and and eight interesting that those three runners were all uh going uh, or went around yesterday at sand and including what turned out to be the winner um so the market is with Halara. Craig Williams riding at Bendigo today. Danny O'Brien trains this uh, first starter. Four of the five are debutants, so 2 50 Halara fixed odds. Uh, Salui is at $2.80, cents. Four eighty for number three, Hell, $7 Offensive Charm, and nine fifty dollars Wirewalker, number four.
1: Yeah, well, I want to kick off uh, with the local route, Salui. Um, 200k Toronado Colt out of a three-time winning mare. Not only has he been well-educated by way of jump-outs, he's won all four of his heats, three of which were here on his home track. And his heat, two back at Swan Hill, I actually liked he was pushed out and asked for an effort to win it, just to give him a feel for what race day pressure might be about. And the added bonus, well, Jet Stanley aboard, claiming three kilos, so it comes down to 55 and, uh, on the minimum weight for the, the race. Race favourite, Halara, showing good ability at the jump-outs, obviously has the market support to suggest... A forward showing. My concern, uh, Danny O'Brien, stable. They've only registered two wins since November. Certainly not the be-all, end-all, but I just thought something worth mentioning. Number three, Hells, the only runner having had race day experience. Maybe that proves the difference. And then Offensive Charm, well, I mean, Dan, that could just be the omen tip of the day for a couple of blokes like us. Two Cranbourne jump-outs from her have been more than satisfactory. One six three seven
0: in race number one and that event kicks off at 125 so eight races bendigo 125 track rated as a good for the rails back in the true position harry race number two is a maiden the scratchings are numbers one three twelve and fourteen there there ma eustace camp uh, favorite first up two dollars sixty that's number thirteen and we've got four Artemis Prime uh, from the Griffiths de Kock camp at $5. Seven is Iconic Missile from the McAvoy Stable at $7. And the Matt Allerton-trained Oasis Gold number 10 is at $7.50. They're your top four on the market.
1: Yeah, well, Oasis Gold that you've just mentioned, um, I'm just going to dive right in and, and make it my best of the day, Dan, at $7.50. She hits the wow. line really well in a recent jump out. Had just the one run last preparation, so I looked into that, seemingly no issues, just was tipped out. Ran second to a horse called uh, Croatia, who Mm. has proven to be a handy form reference, won twice again since, one of which was a dominant 64 win at the Valley two weeks back. Horse comes up with a nice draw, has that tactical versatility. I thought there was plenty to like, and I thought $7.50 was very, very generous uh, by the bookies. Artemis Prime, Beaten within half a length at track and trip last start. The form's been franked in that race by Strap Arzi, who ran uh, third there. Came out subsequently, won its next start. I don't really have a knock on the race favourite there, there, other than from a pricing point of view. Maybe she just comes out and wins. Worked home well down the outside of the track in a recent Cranbourne jump out. But just, just tight enough in betting. I know that wide draw's been offset with some scratchings. And then Cannoli, really solid jump out, was only beaten two lengths in each run last prep, and she looks to have improved this preparation. I think any four could win, but Oasis Gold I was really taken by, and I think it's a competitive race and a competitive day, but 7.50, um, I'll bet that any day of the week. 10.4, 16.
0: In race number two at Bendigo, up to race number three. Now, the three main chances, uh, in the, in the market here, the fixed odds, um, the scratching here is number three. So this is the staying maiden, 2400. Bull Jackal only having its third start. It's at $3.40. Uh, you got Patty Payne, Craig Williams combining for Redivo, $3.80. Jamie Edwards and, uh, and Zach Spain and, uh, the other one is the Mavita, Pat Carey, Celine Gaudry at $3.90. Then out to Zelina Warrior at $8 and Twinkle Dust at $9, which is uh, number 10. Um, so Bowl Jackal is just the favourite here, Harry?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a lot between those top three, and obviously that's reflected in the market. I'll stick with Mavita, who's on a relatively quick nine-day backup after a minor money finish at Mornington, Considering the leader took off and set a really strong tempo, I thought she did really well. And the key to that race is the form through it. The winner set us free, had form around Mayors, who won at the Valley two weeks back. Uh, and Sarnia, coming via that same race, then came out at Cranbourne and won by five lengths. I think this horse is ready to peak fourth up, and I'm not concerned about the step up to 2,400 metres. Number four, Redivo. Seems as though he's building towards a win, and... You know, I think the only horse who beat him last start is quite progressive. So that might be the right sort of form race. Bold Jackal, the other key hope, he's ready to peak third up. And I think maybe the firmer footing suits, obviously Willow aboard the plus, And then Xylina Warrior has to make three lengths uh, up on Redivo coming via that same race. So I'm not necessarily sure I can turn the tables, but I've put in as next best nonetheless. I think any one of those top three in the market could win, but
0: uh, the way I've sorted them out, 8-4, 2-11. In uh, race number three, uh, the fourth on the program at Bendigo, and here we can scratch numbers three, 16, 17 and 18. Uh, we've got triumphantly number six, $2.90, Saab Hassan and Craig Williams. So Craig's obviously got a pretty good book today. Uh, if you're looking at uh, jockey challenges and the like, he, he seems to... Uh, have uh, a strong book all day so favorite there in triumphantly uh, the others in single figures one air raid at 8.50 number four Chatus, at six dollars seven bowl response at 8.50 10 rocket oro 7.50 13 Soul one 8.50 14 delta sky 7.50 so there is a a number of horses in single figures outside of a clear favorite number six triumphantly yeah
1: there is and i think the race looks more competitive On paper, then I suppose the market suggests honing in on triumphantly. I like number fourteen Delta Sky. We can't get fifty to one on offer like we could on her debut, but I'll take the price of seven fifty. Slow out on debut over a thousand, rocketed home fastest last closing split of the meeting. Harry Coffee riding for Stephen Brown, nineteen percent strike rate when he rides for that stable, uh, and has well twelve percent strike rate at Bendigo as well. He actually went for. A ride for Stephen uh, at the Valley on Friday and got the job done. So certainly a fruitful combination. And I know there was no market expectation of that horse on debut, but she ran really, really well. Triumphantly did run well first up, considering the ground he covered throughout. He clearly has fans on that effort with market support. Um, yeah, Craig Williams on, might just win. Rocco Price and Kent Jr. debutant, has shown promise at the jump out, so I'm certainly expecting a forward showing from that runner on debut. And then Chatoose, hard fit now third up. I just worry the horse is starting to fall into that perennial place getter category. Um, but certainly strikes a nice enough looking race to change that. And Damien Thornton's riding very well and we know his fruitful combination with Simon Zara. But I'm going with the uh, the stronger combination statistically of Coffee and Brown, 14, 6, 10 and 4.
0: In race number four on the program. Um, Barrier number two obviously is significant. Uh, improvement in barriers for your tip here and a thousand up to 1300. So it can, from what you've seen of Delta Sky, it got right out the back last up. There was a thousand metres. But can Delta Sky sit a little bit closer here? Do you think she's that sort of horse? It could make the big difference.
1: Yeah, well, I'm hoping so. Obviously, you don't want to be too positive out of the gates, but she was slowly away on debut. So um, I think that there will be certainly be intent to be to be closer i wouldn't want to ridden too up front because she does seem to have that that final turn of foot and burst but it'd be nice if if harry could get her up you know maybe midfield a little bit better the low draw has to be of some concern that she's back and buried but we've got 420 meters at bendigo to balance up and, and get a run and finish off so um i do think there will be intent to be to be closer in the run just Yeah, Harry might just need to bide his time, wait for that gap to open, but I find him to be a very patient rider and he doesn't panic. So I'm hoping that things unfold in front and she can be bursting through late, provided she's not a mile back.
0: Okay, that's race number four. Just recap those numbers again, please, Harry.
1: Uh, Race number four, 14, 6, 10 and 4.
0: And uh, the 14 making a really good case for as well at good odds. We'll be heading back to Andrew Bensley shortly uh, as we get close to the uh, box draw for the Phoenix. And uh, we've got half the program to look at uh, Bendigo today. We're on a good four, eight race program. And the first event of Bendigo kicking off at uh, one twenty-five. So we will... Kick off on the first leg of the quaddy then. Uh, Harry, race number five on the the card. We will be going to Andrew in a short while. So we'll go through race number five, which looks pretty hard. Uh, the scratchings here are three, twelve, and sixteen. Four dollars shove over the favourite, number nine, first up. Uh, John Maloney and Tio Nugent, uh, but also in the market, five dollars, number ten, Mr. Invincible. Thirteen, I am a superstar, six dollars and fifty. And out to 750, number six, Rosalia. So this doesn't look that easy, but I'm, I reckon you might make it easier for us.
1: Oh, I appreciate the uh, the warm words, Dan. It's certainly not the uh, easiest way to kick off the first leg of the quaddie. I think it does look to be an even field. That said, I still want to be with Shove Over, who is the, the open favourite. He was the first up winner over the trip as favourite last preparation, albeit in maiden grade, but then won straight after second up uh, up in class and then placed in a benchmark 64 at Sandown. I thought his recent jump-out win was really tidy to my eye. If there's some sort of... I just think... I'm looking at his form last prep. It was all on wet tracks. His first campaign prior to that, he had two runs on, on good going, and they weren't the best of runs. But do we say that, you know, the horse just needed a bit of time to, to learn uh, its craft or prefers some sting out of the track so we're going to find out today the jump out uh, wasn't on necessarily the heaviest of tracks and it was a really nice win so I just thought if there is some sort of chink in the armor it could be that but T.O. Nugent on for John Maloney um, just looking up his stats now because why not 20% strike rate and uh, an ROI of 44.5% so certainly a good combination and we know that shove over will put itself somewhere close to the speed and in the race, so should get every chance. Mr. Invincible, a debut winner as favourite, I thought looked progressive enough to measure up and go on with it, but as we know, it's never easy to win a maiden, let alone on debut, and then go straight to a benchmark 64, which does look competitive, and, and win again. I'm a superstar, last start winner. Uh, I mentioned the form through this race earlier. It was already franked and we'll get a further gauge on this runner when Artemis Prime goes around in race two. So if Artemis Prime does run well or does win, maybe we promote I'm a Superstar up in our numbers. And then Bifrost, ran home really strongly first up. Strip's fitter, I can see it. I still might have missed the winner. I mean, Comanche North probably deserving of a mention, as is uh, Rosalia, number six. I just thought that horse might be better on the synthetic looking at its prior preparation. Um, But shove over, certainly ticks all the right boxes and certainly has the right jockey aboard for the right stable. 9, 10, 13,
0: 4. And that's in the first leg of the main quaddie at Bendigo. Welcome back to uh, Sunday Central. Uh Bendigo thoroughbreds today. It's the only uh gallops meeting in Victoria and we're previewing the program with uh, Harry White who uh, ended yesterday uh with a smile on his face that will probably be painted on there for quite some time. Harry and rightly so we're all very envious of uh, of you uh, winning with uh, with Never Again yesterday which is funny because uh, the horse's name is Never Again uh which is in Contrast um, to the way you guys are feeling that uh, as a last start winner, he's probably going to go on a win next start. So good on you, mate. Um, the uh, sixth on the card is a 2200 metre race, uh, a 0 to 64 benchmark at uh, Bendigo. There are no uh, scratchings in this race. Halloween is the favourite. Julia Sandu prepares and, uh, and Bo Merton's ride. So it's a last start winner at $3.10. Heads the market. That's number five. One is slip into this at $4.60, and then $7 for Mishinka, which is number eight, and two, Retrospection, is at $9. And there's a few horses that are just into that double figure mark, $10 for New Zealand deal, and then $12 for a few others. So top of the market is number five, which is Halloween. Yeah,
1: look, Dan, it's it's a tricky race. I wouldn't be surprised to see the market sort of shift Uh, towards some horses or the punters may be going for some horses at bigger odds before the jump. So I think that could be a race we keep an eye on on that respect. Slip into this, though, number one, race wide without cover last start. Realistically, I think we just put a pen through it. He was slowly away first up over the mile here. but certainly did enough uh, over that trip first up, which is obviously short of his best. And I think the key, too, is dry ground and obviously the step back in grade, They just need to utilise that draw and be positive enough that he isn't back and buried in the run, but Will Gordon on for Patrick Payne. Fantastic combination. Race favourite, Halloween, coming off a maiden win over the mile when favourite I think can progress in a field of this calibre, and you touched on the market, the punters certainly seem to think so as well. You have to think Miss Chink is well placed in this grade too. I know all of her wins have been over the mile, but she ran well over 2,000 metres last start. i Certainly don't think 2200 uh, is going to pull her up. Henner Edgley's on one and a half kilos uh, off the 57 and a half. That's just a bonus. Retrospection, I think, can be forgiven so far, this preparation. Did not at all have the race shape to suit at the valley last start. Third up, fit up, back in grade. I think he is next best. 1582
0: one five eight and two race number six four dollars sixty four slip into this okay race number seven harry the scratching is six and that's Figo the great uh he's a legend is the favorite and the combination of sandu and mertens uh have he's a legend a last start winner not dissimilar to the previous uh runner that they've got in halloween so 290 uh for number eight he's a legend. Rajneesh, uh, Nick Ryan, four dollars and forty. Talia Hope uh, is the rider there. Uh, second pick, Marine Parade, is at six fifty. Number two and Prefer Us, number nine, is at eight dollars. So he's a legend on the back of his maiden win at uh, Moey on a soft track last start. Is the popular pick? Yeah,
1: look, it's a nice enough race, and the horses sort of at the top end of the market. They all, you know, have. Uh, they appeal in the sense that they're lightly raced and they certainly seem progressive enough to to win more races. I am with the favourite He's a Legend. One last start as an odds-on favourite over the trip at Moi. I thought there was plenty of merit in that win because he was there to be beaten on the turn, lifted when asked for an effort, stuck to the task, got the job done. And I don't think it was a gut buster by any means. He stays at the trip... I think he strikes a winnable race to progress, and as I touched on, he's only had four starts. He's already knocked off a maiden. I think he's certainly up to this grade at least and potentially further. Marine Parade, uh, hard fit now, third up after a last start. Maiden win will relish to step up to the mile. The form virus run two-back reads well. The winner, since placed in a benchmark 70 at Sandown, second-place getter won its next start. So I think Marine Parade um, will be finishing off strongly, so they'll probably... Have, you know, he's a legend as a tactical advantage. Marine Parade will be the one probably challenging late. Rajnish, yet another last start winner over the trip at Wangaratta, only 10 days back. I thought was the other key hope. I can see there are more than three chances, but I had to trim up the quaddy somewhere. So I went with those three. I've tried to Prefer Us in as next best um, for Yandel and the McAvoy's resuming another lightly race horse. I just thought may need the run. I'll go 8, 2, 10 and 9.
0: 8, two, ten, and 9. So the three last start winners, all maiden winners, going up to the 0 to 64, uh, the top three in the market and the top three uh, choices by Harry White. Uh, the last of eight, 1,400-metre uh, benchmark, 64, take out 1, 4 and 16 and 17 is out as well. $6 the field here, last start uh, winner, roaring success, is the favorite $6 number 14 so that must mean there's a heap of others in the market. Uh, Spanish schnitzel first up $11. Uh 3 broadside or more 650. Sugar known number 8 at 11, 9 magnetic prints at 650, 11 electric bell at 950 and Q number 13 at 10, 15 $7.50. 750, 18 shear class 850. So it gives you an idea there there must be a lot of uh, horses with winning claims here, and I can understand why you tried to trim up the third leg of the quaddy, Harry.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, if your wallet enables you to, I would suggest going wide in this leg because uh, it's wide open. I am with the race favourite Roaring Success. I touched on before, it's never easy to come off a maiden win and measure up, but I think Roaring Success can do so, especially... I don't know, it's an even field here, but it's certainly a winnable sort of 64. That first up Moi win was really solid. The step up to 1,400 metres is only going to suit more. The big knock is he got back and ran on, so gate one um, really doesn't look ideal. Um, but I found it such an even race. Nothing really jumped off the page for me, so I've sort of lent the way of roaring success. Broadside armour, ready to peak fourth up. He's been so consistent. this prep is really deserving of a win more than anything. Uh, sheer class. A good win, two back in a four-year-old and up maiden. was good last start, albeit in a small field of six. I thought Shalaga was the other key hope, another last start winner uh, and a horse that I want in my quaddy but I would not be surprised if near, near next to anything won this race, honestly, Dan. So I'll go 14-3, 18-15, but as I said, if you've got the coin, go wider, cast your net wide in the last leg of the quaddy
0: yeah seems like sage advice uh, for sure harry uh, okay on the eight event card today um what are your best bets and and other suggestions
1: well funnily enough my best bet and my best value are paying the same amount they're both around that seven dollar fifty quote and i think we can get the cash early or i'm hoping so race to number 10 oasis gold is my best on the program just from a pricing point of view seems over the odds and you know, if you want to play each way, you certainly can. Value race four, number 14, Delta Sky. Plenty to like about that debut run. Just needs a little bit of luck from the gate. We touched on that earlier. Quaddy, relatively wide today. First leg, four, nine, ten, and thirteen. Second leg, numbers one, five, eight. Third leg, two, eight, ten. Last leg of the Quaddy three, fourteen, fifteen, eighteen. Certainly go wider if you can. Play of the day, I'm just doing the old Brendan Delaney special, my best into my value, which is going to be a 7 by 7 49. That's going to be a massive all-up if it gets up, Dan. All-up race two, number 10, Oasis Gold, into race four, number 14, Delta Sky.
0: Well, you've... If- got a confident brain at the moment after yesterday, so uh, you're more likely to make uh, positive and good decisions uh, when you're in that frame of mind, Harry, so I'm inclined to go with you. And just looking at the place, 240 a place into 240 a place, that might be worth considering as well. Um, to uh, take them all up the place, so um, uh, thank you for that, uh, and those two value bets uh, around the seven dollars fifty I think you 've won me over um, and congratulations, sincere congratulations to you and the team yesterday. I know it would have been a big thrill for you, and uh, it just seems like there might be a few more thrills to come with uh, with never again as well.
1: yeah, I certainly hope so, and I appreciate the uh, the kind words then and yes, yeah, you touched on that play the other day, maybe in each way all up, but um, yeah, after what he produced yesterday, never again. It's an exciting time, and as you touched on, the smile certainly hasn't been wiped from my face, and I think it'll be around for a few more days to come yet.
0: And so it should be too. We're all envious, mate. Enjoy the rest of the day, and good luck with your tips today, Bendigo.
1: Thanks, Dan.